Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers. This is Chop. Blake. Chris. Gator. Welcome to episode two, version 17. Fuck you. 17 and up. And we like to start this podcast with a uh, shot of whiskey. I uh, mixed it up a little bit this time, so we're not actually going to be having garage whiskey. Huh? It was a surprise. Surprise whiskey. What the hell is it? Oh, huh, what? Wow. That is rum. <laughs> I made you look. You motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I was like, I know I grabbed the right shit. All right, oh, now. Man. So today we're going to drink uh, Woodford Reserve, double oaked. I can open it. It's a fucking change of pace. Uh, you know, rule number one. Classing up the joints. But you're going to leave it well, in the garage, right, with the lid off? Yeah, we're going to age it. Okay. okay. It's double oaked and garage aged. At least it will be. It will be. It sounds like a challenge. I don't think it's going to be at all. This is my favorite thing. <laughs> this is what I love about Woodford Reserve. My favorite part of Woodford Reserve. You ready? Nice. Yeah. That's good shit. <laughs> yeah. The poor sound. Good, qual- good quality whiskey. I think a bottle has a lot to do with it. Like, absolutely. Yeah, you, you've got the court stopper and the the way it pours. It, do, 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 I mean that that shit matters. I okay. absolutely agree with that. It's the details, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And too, the whiskey's really too classy good. for me, man. Let's try. <sighs> Still whiskey. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, it, does, it is sweeter on the tail end, though. Leaving the garage a couple days, all right. And it's it's. It's smooth today. Never it's going to ch- be crunchy tomorrow. I have never chased whiskey with coffee until this moment. That's a... Because you like a, to party? That's an interesting thing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of curious about putting whiskey in said coffee. <laughs> Nobody Speedball. that. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, I have this stuff at my house. It's a uh, pecan pie whiskey. I mean, and, why not? Uh, dude, I'm thinking I'm going to make a cup of coffee this weekend and put some of that pecan pie whiskey in it for creamer. I think that's smart in the name of science. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the whole whiskey and milk thing, right? Like, I'm expecting a full report. Mm-hmm. I will absolutely come with a full report. But I can tell you from the preliminary testing um, that it's interesting yet satisfying. Hmm. Do you guys ever hear about Stevie Ray Vaughan putting uh, cocaine in his whiskey and he would drink that for breakfast? I heard about him doing that. I don't know about training for breakfast. But. Yeah, that's one of those like rock star stories that I think is just like for the fun of telling it, you know? Maybe it was just so early in the morning when he I did it. I don't think it, you it have just... to be a rock star to do that. <laughs> you can just do this? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you can just do this. I don't know. I guess it, it, it is kind of a rock star thing to be like, I'm just going to dump co- like cocaine. I'm just going to dump cocaine. No, usually people are like, I'm going to save that for my nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> or syringe. Yeah. Poor pipe. So, wow, way to bum us out. <laughs> Just saying. I like the cocaine and coffee, I th- or cocaine and whiskey. I think everybody's a rock star. Cut that, record it. <laughs> 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 to be fair, I've never tried that, ever. <laughs> Not at the same time, anyway. Up with hope, down with dope. All right, guys, so where do we go from here? Well, well, I'd like to keep it off. I'd like to keep it off drugs. So let's talk about Denver and decriminalizing mushrooms. Man, <laughs> yeah, did y'all see that? Yeah, yeah, they did. That's it, crazy. It's nothing uh, spectacular, from what I can tell. Like it wasn't a huge win necessarily. It was a margin of like fifteen hundred votes or something like that. It's still a win, though. It is, but, but it's it's a decriminalization. It's not a legalization. Right. 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 You can yeah. still face like a year in prison for growing them. It's just the first step. 
But can Wait, thought, you I, buy them? I thought somewhere? you could always grow them. Maybe I'm mixing up the the laws here, but I thought it was legal to grow mushrooms until they you pick them. I believe it's illegal to grow them, but you can have possession of the spores because they do not contain psilocybin. That's the issue. Uh, it's the psilocybin. Okay. Nerd. <laughs> is, is it illegal to take a whole bunch of them and go and watch sharks and IMAX? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> not in Colorado. In Denver. Yeah. <laughs> it's less illegal there. Yeah. And you can smoke a joint on the way. Yeah. Well, probably not on you the way. You know, to even out. Hey, if but you're one, not, but if you're you're not driving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whenever I'm tripping balls, I like to, you know, smoke a joint to kind of even it out. In the movie theater. And then yeah. chase it with a little bit of whiskey and cocaine just to take it back up a notch, you know? See, I did this shit all backwards. I started by smoking <laughs> weed and then got drunk and woke up tripping. <laughs> Rookie shit. Yeah. Who does <laughs> Woke that? Woke up tripping. <laughs> Who does that? Crazy people do that. Yeah. So, no. Uh, so, where's it going to go? Like, is this the first step in legalization of mushrooms? And, you know, Denver is kind of uh, uh, ahead of everybody else in other aspects of the drug culture. So, like, I, we're seeing a trend of, of weed being legalized throughout the U.S. Mm-hmm. Does that mean, can we expect a trend of uh, psilocybin being legalized well, throughout the U.S.? So, joking aside from now, like... There's a, there's a big, big, like, I don't even know what the right word is, but a market is the only thing I can think of, but there's a lot of drugs that are illicit substances that are completely legal for all uses right now that have a lot of purposes for at least medical things. Uh, mushrooms is mushrooms. Kinda, yeah. I, so <laughs> I'm looking at you sideways. No, 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 no. So there actually has been, uh, people who have used mushrooms and, and acid to some extent, but to treat uh, mental disability, like yeah. or, uh, mental depression. health, mental health issues. Yeah. Um, addiction specifically has had people who went out and used psychedelics to help like come and cope with that and get off of other substances. Yep. Um, and so like a, a more hardcore example of that is like people will um, take ayahuasca to get off a of heroin. And yep. that's, that's, because Obviously, I think ayahuasca makes you sick, like getting off a of heroin. So mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, this is just my ayahuasca kicking in in yeah. the jungle. This is cool." So, um, so just mushrooms aside, like um, ecstasy and several other drugs, like they all have, um, I think, some kinds of medical purposes. Like they've used ecstasy with uh, in conjunction with seeing a therapist to treat PTSD and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a big. Um, they've also used it in marriage counseling and a number of other things too. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are on low doses. Like that's not people just going in and like tearing the club up on ecstasy. <laughs> the marriage counselor rolling their balls but, off. Yeah, yeah to drop but, X on all of you. No, no, please. But I think there is a a wide open. Damn, if marriage counselors could give you ecstasy. I feel fantastic right now, honey. <laughs> I think I yeah. I think that there's a a large, like there's a door there that we could cross the threshold and like help a lot of people with a lot of different problems if we would be more open to trying some of these illicit substances. I don't think that and like, if we weren't just people in general, cause like clearly we can't have nice things. Like, yeah. you know, like that's why we're going to break like, our toy for sure. Oh yeah. That's why you can't really, uh, you know, get pain pills anymore. They're not prescribing it to anybody because mm-hmm. just too many people have gone and abused it to the point where now it's just like, you know what? Y'all can't have nice things. Mm-hmm. Wear it out, man. Like social media and all that shit. I also know some people that have done some research and it seems at least that, uh, mushrooms trump, alcohol so it as makes far sense. as yeah as far as potency like you can't get drunk and not be tripping anymore yeah it's hard yeah. i think it's uh, yeah it's hard and there's not a line there it's like based I, on scientific I, from, research. from yeah from what i hear um it is uh, basically 
you can do it, but it has to be excessive. Give yourself alcohol poisoning, and then you won't really remember it because you'll just you know black out and pass out. Yeah. <laughs> so well, if if it trumps alcohol, it might trump other stuff also. Oh yeah, probably so. And like speaking to that in a, a different way, like uh, I know with acid, from what I understand, like you you can't out drink acid. Yeah, like, uh, maybe mushrooms, but you on, can't. Now there's you know obvious there's science to like your body can only handle so much alcohol content, mm-hmm. but your body will also exhale most of that so like you'll be tripping and then throw everything up like you drink the whole bottle and then throw it all up and then i mean i think you can literally overdose on alcohol yeah. so there is a line oh, there yeah. oh yeah but you could i think with acid from what i've heard is that you can uh that's the that's the only way to cross that line is to overdose and i think that's pretty much the same with mushrooms too gotcha. so is denver setting a precedent now with uh and and this is what a lot of the people that, that discouraged the legalization of marijuana said, right? Well, if you legalize marijuana, then where do you stop? Now they're trying to decriminalize mushrooms. So the next logical step is why can't we decriminalize uh, acid, cocaine? Well, I I don't know. You think about the, the, the not maybe not heroin yet, but th- just think about your audience, right? Like how many uh, heroin addicts are going to get organized around you know? Forming a, some kind of bill or some law that's gonna, you know, Charles, enable their habit, right. right? Like, they that's that drug does not uh, enable that at all. What I will say is the government hasn't crossed the line into man-made illicit drugs yet. There's still weed and mushrooms. Mushrooms grow naturally. Weed grows naturally. Well, and, natural. and that's I'm other. imagining like a thousand man march for a heroin addicts. They're all just <laughs> nodding off in the street. <laughs> we can grow opium. Yeah, <laughs> these guys out of here. Well, Come and that's on. kind of the other thing I was going to say, too. Like with mushrooms, it, it's not really a drug that incites a lot of like overuse, I guess. Like there's not a whole lot of yeah. people that are just like, oh, my God, mushrooms every yeah. day. I can't live without it. Like I OD'd on mushrooms for years. And yeah. Like threw my life away. There might be people who trip more often than we as a society think is probably healthy but uh i i I just don't see a whole lot of people that are like heroin addict status of mushrooms you know true true that's kind of a hard one to keep down for multiple days in a row yeah but what about (laughs) what about cocaine because that seems to be Uh, uh, you can be a full bore coke addict well yeah yeah, but you can also (laughs) function to some extent right i was about to say i think a lot of people well, function you doing can, cocaine you but yeah you can you can you can throw it to the other end i mean I don't, I don't think there's a lot of people that do cocaine daily and function i don't know maybe there is but uh it's expensive it, i think so. it seems a bit more recreational too than heroin maybe but i do know a lot of know. people that can do it recreationally and not fuck with it after that but but still like that's that's clearly like a, a step above this you know, let's legalize weed and mushrooms. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, in my head, like it's it's still a pretty clear line. Like with the grows out of the ground, man. Yeah, it grows out of the ground. It's all natural, man. Uh, <laughs> well, if it all that's comes the case, out of the ground. Then this weed that people are smoking now is not fucking natural. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but no, I was gonna say with like the addictive tendencies and things like that. Like, yeah, there are people who can handle using cocaine recreationally and not touch with it, touch it after that. But like. There absolutely is that avenue of like, oh, I started doing it on the weekends and then, you know, I started doing it on, you know, it got me ready for work in the morning, occasionally during the week. And then I started doing it to get ready for work in the morning to full blown, just like I do coke now all the time. 
Yeah. Whereas like there's there's not really that progression with mushrooms, at least not in my eyes. Not that I've ever seen or yeah, heard like, about. There's not people who just like recreationally start doing mushrooms every weekend. Like that's not even oh, a yeah. recreational amount of mushrooms. I don't think the effects allow so that. Many mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. Like, so to you, it's a common sense approach. Like, look, people aren't th- typically aren't throwing their lives away over this. Yeah. Uh, I think it's uh, like it's totally related to the, the drug itself. Like, I do know a guy that took mushrooms every day for a long time. Yeah, and I'm not but saying that it doesn't exist. I'm I saying bet that, that was one interesting dude. He he was. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think that that's a a normal like uh, I don't and maybe normal is not the right word, but I don't think that I think that's the exception to the rule. Right. Yeah. Probably less sure. common than a daily coke user. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. You know, probably have withdrawals when he stopped taking them, like you do from other things. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's one of the one of the lines, right? At least it's not physical things you get physically addicted to. You know, yeah, I think his bros had an intervention. He was like, "All right, I'll just smoke a lot of pot then." <laughs> yeah, yeah, good for him. So I got a haircut today. It's my new fucking haircut. Yeah, did you lose a bet? What happened, man? <laughs> I uh, did you kick his ass? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know where to start. Do you guys know, like, the there's a human contact thing that happens when you get a haircut. If you're not going to sport clips, you're fucking up already. And she, <laughs> and she may not even be hot. You see where I'm going with this? You see what I'm saying? So everyone knows, like, the you're getting a haircut and she leans in and puts her tits in your face. And that's just the thing that happens sometimes, which is, you know, gross. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, but, I hate uh, that part. No, so today... The, the chick that cut my hair today, she's a little bit older. Maybe she he was like 40, maybe 40. But she was good looking for 40. And like, I'm not going to say she was gorgeous, but she wasn't ugly either, you know? Yeah. And it, I'm not going to say like I got a boner or something like that. But Yeah, dude, you did. Yeah, you but, did. But <laughs> uh, when, when I went to go check out, I uh, she was like, okay, it's this much. And I, I got my card out and I'm like messing with my wallet. And she leaned over the counter and she touched my eyebrow like like there was a piece of hair on it. Just like. Touched my eyebrow and knocked a little piece off. And it, like, surprised me. Like, oh, shit. You know? Like, that's a weird thing. Nobody nobody reaches over and rubs your eyebrow except for maybe your wife or your significant other, you know? Right. Your mother? Oh, maybe. So, Your grandma? Does this, like, wipe something off your cheek? It, yeah. I don't know. It was a weird thing where I was like, I don't... It, I, I took note of it. And, uh, yeah, I ended up tipping her really well. So, and, it, and it made me think that, like, maybe she just does that with all the guys that she gives a haircut to. She, like, leans yeah. over and, like, pulls on his ear a little bit while he's, like, you know, something like that. So something I've been in tune with for a little over a year now is I've been going to sport clips to get my haircut. Now, I want to start this off by saying it's a relatively expensive haircut as far as men's haircuts go. However, it includes a shampoo, and they give you a full head massage during the shampoo. What kind of head massage? That's intense, I mean, man. you have to ask that. Right? <laughs> yeah, which head? Yeah, with their fingers on your head, you know. Mm. <laughs> While they're washing your hair. Uh, <laughs> and, and honestly, like, yeah, it's a, it's a cool experience. You get human contact that is not natural but totally acceptable in said society for a married man. Do you go to the same person every time? No, I like to bounce it around. What's, his, what's their names or what's his I, name? It's... Almost always girls. There's only I've only seen one uh, male hairstylist in a sport clips, um, and he, I think that was for the males that wanted a male stylist. Which I would imagine the that clientele is probably in short supply at sport clips, but definitely still out there. I mean, it exists. You know, you got to think though. Like even even in those relationships, there's still a man in the relationship. Like half of them are 
like sports. Watching football? Yeah, for and sure. And haircuts? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Blake, what did it what did it trigger? Was it was it because it, it was, was like, just a it was just a moment where like endearing, kind of gentle. Well, and, like it made me twitch a little bit, like, whoa, like this person's touching me, but then I've realized immediately, like, oh, she's not like she's just touching she's just touching me to get the hair off my eye or eyebrow or whatever. It just triggered in my brain that was like, oh, people don't people don't just touch you like that. I don't know. <clears throat> so it's, it was just like more of a, I, I hate to use the word intimate because people use it the wrong way. But right, right. At, again, <clears throat> I'm not going to go bang this chick. I don't think yeah, she yeah. had the hots for me. I'm not trying to be like, oh, dude, I totally could have fucked her. Yeah. No, none of that. I just think she was smart because she got a good tip because yeah. she like, you know. So I highly recommend you try to outsport clips for your next haircut. If you're into that sort of Give thing. it a shot. Go get an MVP. They always have a discount for first time haircut pupils you know when hairstylists do that real subtle thing where they like bite your ear a little bit you know what i'm talking about when they're breathing <laughs> on your neck yeah. yeah uh do any of y'all remember sexy scissors yeah. i remember it i never went there you didn't go there with me before my first wedding uh-uh. <laughs> that probably says a lot uh <laughs> <laughs> that place was interesting i remember so uh i i don't think i it was something different it was i want to say it was like uh, bombshells or something. I don't know. Something like that. But it was kind of the same. Oil premise. can Harry's. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. But there was a place that was um, kind of near where you used to live that was... Uh, like, you went in there and it was just girls that were working and they would give you a beer when you sat down. Yeah. And I remember walking in there when I was, like, 19 and not showing my id and then being like oh, i'd give you a beer if our keg just floated and i was like this place is the shit dude <laughs> i'm gonna be coming back here can you give me a haircut while i do a keg stand yeah you just drink beer and leave yes uh-huh. so before my before i got married the first time like the day before i went to sexy scissors to get a haircut and uh my mom was insistent that i get a manicure before there was pictures at my wedding and so i got a haircut and a manicure but there was the same deal chop they they brought you a beer and brought you a shiner mm-hmm. um yeah i'm imagining kids that like can't buy beer so they go and they get mm-hmm. their haircut and get drunk, and then like the next weekend they go and get their haircut again and get drunk, and uh-huh. then like the next time they go to get their haircut, she's like, "You, you don't got any hair, dude." Sexy scissors, shave it, shave it off. The sexy scissors. I want to trim my eyebrows this time. <laughs> that Give place, me beer. That Give place beer. was all strippers that went and got their beauty license when they got tired of stripping. Hell yeah. Yeah. And they dressed in lingerie, served you beer, and cut your hair, and gave you a pretty terrible haircut, and yeah, but you didn't care because you had beer and boobies. Yeah. That's a good. Uh, it's a good transition. It's a good business model. Yeah. <laughs> really is. I've heard there's places in California that are top notch like that. If you believe the porn channels, there's places in California where they serve you like frozen yogurt topless and shit too. They don't? Like drive through frozen yogurt topless. <laughs> they don't? I think. I don't know. <laughs> Just what the porn channels say. Gelato. Nobody knows. <laughs> oh, speaking of porn, guys, we live in the future. Are y'all ready for this? Yeah. Uh, the first porno was shot in a moving Tesla with no driver. Like, the driver <laughs> leans back, the chick climbs on top of him and fucks him while the car is driving down the street. What? And the internet is losing their minds because they're like, it's not safe. Fuck that, dude. Elon Musk needs to jump on this, like, right now. Mm-hmm. Like, he needs to be like, it is fucking safe. I encourage this. Yeah. Because <laughs> all, the, all the dudes are going to be like, if I buy a Tesla, I can get laid while I'm driving. Mm-hmm. That's genius marketing. Like, yeah. Do you think do you think self-driving cars are going to happen before self-driving drones 
that we just take completely above the roads. Can you fucking them? <laughs> that's an important question. I'm sure. I think that's going to determine what's going to take off, man. No, I think self-driving cars sure. are going to be happening on the ground, and drones are going to be flying around delivering our food and mail and all that shit. Dude, but they're already putting people in these drones, man. Our groceries from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Skeet shooting for prizes. Yeah. <laughs> that's Damn. the redneck version. That's the redneck version. Rednecks are going to be out in their backyards with shotguns. This is why uh, Amazon won't do that in the South. Dude, the dream, though. <laughs> the dream. Like, who doesn't want to just, like lean back and get laid instead of driving. Like, if you're going on a road trip or something, what if you could just get laid and then pass out and wake up and you're there? Yeah. I have done that without <laughs> passing out. Or, like... Uh, Super dangerous. <laughs> dude, how cool, would it, how cool would it be if you go to the bar and then they kick you out of the bar and you just go get in your car and, like, fall asleep when you wake up in the morning and you're in your driveway? Dead in your garage because your car's been running all night. <laughs> your electric car? No, it's electric. Yeah. yeah. You're good. Yeah. So just have testicular cancer from sitting on electricity <laughs> all night. <laughs> Were they just driving down a highway? Yeah, I mean I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look. <laughs> but yeah, she's a redhead. She wears her skirt the whole time. It's oh awesome. man, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be eighteen wheelers first because they're already there. They're already well. Eighteen wheeler drivers need to get laid. Well, no. Uh-huh. What they're saying now is eighteen wheel wheeler drivers. They're no longer gonna get paid like truck drivers. It's gonna jack up the prices of global logistics because it's gonna be people who need. Um, some kind of computer science degree to handle all of the details that you have to feed the computer to make it drive itself from point A to point B. Oh, they'll dumb it down and make it super easy. And those people never get laid. Eventually, but they're going to have to keep it to, like the people who are who are driving those trucks have to be able to override the system and take control if shit goes all wonky. Like, I think that's kind of the whole purpose of having them trained to do that. See, to me, the purpose of autonomous cars is getting laid and getting drunk. And still getting where you need to go. What about getting beer, man? Yeah. What beer if you trucks? Could, what Budweiser if you could, was the first one to do it. They made a full load run of beer from well, one place to another. What about like self-driving truck beer run? What if you did a beer run and just like the curbside pickup at HEB? Like you just send your car. You don't even get in it. You just send the car. Car parks at HEB. They run out, put some beer shit. and that's the shit. Cigarettes and shit in there, and then it drives back. Uber's gonna go out of business because people are just gonna send their cars to pick people up. Hell yeah. Uber will do drugs. A fleet. No, yeah. Uber will do a fleet of self-driving cars. Yeah, that's exactly what they'll do. Put everybody out of work, but they'll be they'll be making their money. It's like a vending machine on wheels. I'm pretty sure Uber only ever cared about making their money. <laughs> Dude, a vending machine that just <clears throat> dispenses liquor. It's not like a mobile liquor store. Hell yeah. Well, no, you can't do that. Unless Uber is listening to this, in which case Uber is Chop awesome. This is the I future. All right. <laughs> we can do that. We, we should be able to do that. <laughs> if we could do that, there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to buy beer and or liquor any hour of the day because it can get delivered to you so you're not going to drive and pick it up at fucking 4 a.m you can officially have beer delivered to you now like, promise like as long as it's steering hours oh yeah they can't sell beer during certain hours Dude, well leave depending it, on what leave it to walmart's in. gonna have 24-hour grocery delivery like here real quick yeah but they you still can't sell beer and liquor outside of the hours unless what you if like I, what if i it order right it online at like fucking 10 p.m and don't have it delivered until 4 a.m then i don't know what to tell you man I that's win. that's that's bad delivery, man. It's called I win, right? Maybe Unless so. you, you I mean, planned it out, you're like, I'm gonna be out of beer by 4 a.m. You don't drink beer though, bitch. Why are you buying beer from Walmart, dude? I used to joke <laughs> about that all the time. I used dude, to say I, I drank nine beers yesterday. What? Yeah. Damn. Dang. What kind of beer was it? Dos Equis. Okay. Because that's what I drink. I used yeah. to say that I it should keep a. Uh, it was seven. Keep it was like four a, with Joey and three with Blake. Nice. 
I used to say I should keep like a refrigerated thing in my car and just keep like a bottle of liquor and beer in there. And then when, you know, any, anywhere you go, when they run out of shit, you're just like, hey, I got some in the car. It's going to cost you though. Yeah. It'd be $30 for that case of beer. I'm bad at planning. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I would never actually do that because I, I don't have the... I would definitely drink that beer waiting for somebody to be like, hey, I need more beer. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So this is what I'm talking about. See? Oh, yeah, I see. It's exactly as I described it, right? Yeah. Dude's getting laid. But look, there's like scenery and cars passing in the in the windows. They pass yeah. an 18-wheeler. 18-wheeler drivers are going to love this. Oh, yeah. Like, and right up until it takes their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we live in the future. This is the Jetsons, man. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. crazy, man. Dude, I thought we were living in the future when you could watch porns like that with VR and a Bluetooth speaker and a pocket pussy. Yeah. <laughs> so you get busted because you got all this shit on and you can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> you hook up to the wrong Bluetooth. I got I got surround sound headphones. I got VR on my face. She broke all your shit, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Can't Nothing. Fell for that one. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. So, y'all familiar with Neanderthals? Or Neanderthals? No, what's that? I have a friend who's a Neanderthal. <laughs> I have lots of friends that are Neanderthals. We're well, I'm no... Neanderthals. No uh, anthropologist or anything by any means, but... The dark depths of YouTube can take your mind to strange oh, places. Oh, you go down a rabbit hole? Oh, man. It was a cool rabbit hole. It wasn't too deep, and it, it actually uh, kind of made some sense. So let me, let me get it rolling out for you. So it was like this guy on YouTube. He had like a 14-minute video, and uh, basically his premise was that the way that people have modeled what their faces look like is not you know, accurate or true necessarily. So he went through two different things, basically their skull shape compared to humans. And also that when they reconstruct their faces, they use human features. So, like, human faces, based on your bone structure, there's certain depth to, like, your cheek and your nose and stuff, right? That's how they know how to, like, reconstruct a face. Mm -hmm. Y'all familiar with that? Yeah. So when they do that to, like, a non-human skull, of course it's going to look human because they're giving it, like, human features. But he's saying, like, the skull is more similar to a primate. I was about to say, if you want to know what a... Uh, Neanderthal looks like like you can just go back and look at a monkey right yeah it's, it's fucking crazy so they like reconstructed it like a chimpanzee and it's just like looks like fucking Bigfoot man and they're like <laughs> what's what's fucking crazy though is like okay cool now now Neanderthals aren't these like goofy looking fucking big dudes who are fat now that's like fucking Bigfoot they said every human now has this DNA Neanderthal DNA right I've heard that I, some, I, some people more than others I yeah. got no sympathy for Neanderthals because they're totally out there making that Geico money. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, man. Save and money. Geico, you know, so they discriminate. Like, why can't I play a Neanderthal? What if I identify as a Neanderthal? They Neanderthals on motorcycles was cool. Yeah. They should put that on uh, government sheets and stuff like that. Like, So, what's yeah, your... that's uh, what we need is another identity option. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a transgender Neanderthal. Honestly, I think... I don't know where I'm getting this. I might just be making it up. But I think... Uh, White people have more Neanderthal lineage, and it and it makes sense because like the heart of human civilization is in Africa, right? Right. So, so according to what this guy was saying, like Neanderthals lived in Europe, and mm. it was during like an ice age in Europe. So there was no plants or anything they could really forage on. So they ate a lot of meat, basically, 
but humans were like in Africa at that time, and it was a totally different environment where there's plants and vegetables, etc. Right? So they had totally different diets. Neanderthals could make tools. So imagine fucking Bigfoot with a spear killing fucking woolly mammoths and shit. Yeah, Bigfoot with a helmet. And then coming down to Africa <laughs> for fucking vacation every cup. once in a while and fucking all the white women balls. and shit, dude. It was fucking crazy back then. It's rule number one in nunchucks. Cover your balls and swing like crazy. <laughs> yeah, what if that mammoth, like, gores you in the face and then, like, hits you in the balls afterwards? Like, you gotta protect your balls. Yeah. Your Neanderthal balls? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking hurt, man. Did y'all ever see that movie? Called, it's called Quest for Fire. Dude, that's what that shit's like, man. It's fucking cool, dude. It's fucking cool. That's the it's, Iron Maiden song, too. It's Ron Perlman. He's, he's not even the main character, but he's the one that fucking kills it, because I'm pretty sure he's part Neanderthal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh... He is a Neanderthal. It, it's, it's weird. They, like, they capture this human chick, and then, like, uh, she's, like, their prisoner or something, and their, their fire went out, so they're going to find fire, because they don't know how to make it. And they capture this human, Homo sapien... And it's a, like a tribe of Neanderthals. And she's like tied up and she's over there like squirming around. And you can see all the like Neanderthal dudes like looking at her weird. And she's putting her ass up in the air. And yeah. Finally, like Ron, yeah. Ron Perlman like shimmies over there and he keeps shimmying closer. And all, they're all looking at him. And he stands up and gets ready to mount her. And the, the chief leader's like, oh, And he like scares him away. And then the chief is like, sits down. And then he's like, no, fuck that. And he gets up and just starts banging her. Oh shit, dude! It's a hardcore movie. There's, there's no, uh, n- no words or like, I mean, the Neanderthals have like simple words that you kind of figure out what it means, and then the humans have words, but you don't understand them. You know, it's a different language. Yeah. Which porno is this? It's called Quest for Fire. <laughs> yeah, <Nice. dude. laughs> it's on YouTube. <laughs> you should check it out, dude. It's, it's good. I've seen like bits and pieces of it, so I'm familiar mm-hmm. with like what it looks like and stuff. At, at one point. It sounds like it's all sex. It's really not. Those are just the parts I remember. Uh, at one point, the humans capture a Neanderthal, and they have him like in a cage. And so they're, you know, they're an isolated tribe. So they're trying to like germinate, spread the, you know, like they can't all interbreed. So they're bringing in all these like fat, ugly chicks for the for the Neanderthal to fuck because you know. And so like the fat, ugly chick goes and she lays down and like spreads her legs, and the Neanderthal looks at her all weird, and they all start laughing. And then she has to, like, get up and bend over and stick her ass in the air. And the Neanderthal's like, oh, I know what this is. And he goes over and fucks her. Uh, it's too good. Yeah, it's, it's worth checking out. It's a, it's a wild ride. It sounds like a lot of sex, man. <laughs> it is. a lot of half-monkey sex. Now look at us, man. Now we drive around in cars and fuck. In cars that don't have drivers. We're still monkeys fucking yeah, monkeys. No, man. <laughs> We just do it in electric cars. We don't hurt the environment anymore. We're like those savages fucking around a fire. We fucking Teslas now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you give a monkey a whole bunch of money, he's going to run around and fuck all the women monkeys. And a Tesla. And a Tesla. Yeah. Fuck. Give a monkey a Tesla, he's going to fuck a Tesla. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I like it. God damn it. I feel like rule number three contention should be uh, cover your balls. I think that's a solid Ooh, rule. Sound advice. Sound advice, yeah. That's yeah. what I got from that whole conversation is cover your balls. Bookmark uh, that. <laughs> I used to work with this guy, and, and we, weren't, uh, we weren't like around 18-wheelers. Mm-hmm. And he was a driver, but he would help load trucks or whatever. And he was doing something on the forklift, and like this giant piece of metal was coming at me. And, and I saw it. It was coming at me slow, but still it was going to like hit me in the head if I didn't do something about it. 
And he goes, hey, hey, he was from uh, Providence, Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> and he goes, hey, cover your balls. And, I'm, and I, I got out of the way or whatever, and I, was, I looked at him, and I was like, dude, it wasn't going to hit me in the balls. It was going to hit me in the head, you know? And he was like, yeah, but what if it bounces off your head and hits you in the balls? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's good advice. <laughs> yeah, cover your balls is always good advice. <laughs> oh, God, it also makes me think of uh, for my bachelor party at the, at the paintball. Paintball, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did the, the gauntlet. And so I stood at one end of the field, right? And I was going to run across and all of my, my groomsmen yeah. were going to shoot paintballs at me. Everybody that was there uh, that day. Yeah, apparently it's all my groomsmen and anybody fucking else that wants to shoot paintballs. It's this dumbass. Shit. Yeah, you gave yourself away on that one, dumbass. So, uh, yeah, my, my thought process was I, t- I was going to get a tattoo later. So I tied a bandana around one arm and I, ang- like I came from the side of the field that that arm would be facing away. So hopefully I wouldn't get shot there. <laughs> And then had my mask on, and dude, I started running, and I was holding my balls the whole time because you know you don't want to get shot in the balls. So that, that makes it go from a good time to a shitty time. Fuck yeah, dude! I started running. I got like three steps, and a paintball hit me right in the mask, and I can't see shit. So now I'm running, covering my balls, and I'm just getting ta 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 nailed. And uh, one groomsman in particular, I'm not gonna call him out, but. One groomsman in particular was at the very end of the line, and I could I could tell that like thinking about it later, him like pacing me and getting the aim right because I started to feel like getting hit in the same spot, tap 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 right in the ribs, and it, it was it was the guy that that paced but my my groomsman that paced me, and he got all the way on the other end so he could get me till till the very last moment. <laughs> oh. I got home and like took all my clothes off and and. Got my soon-to-be wife to check it out, and I had, like, 37 fucking separate bruises from paintballs. Whoa. It was pretty gnarly. <laughs> and, and, you know, at least one of them was about seven paintballs in the exact same spot. <laughs> oh. It's a good time. Yeah. yeah. Don't live the same year 75 times. Call that a life. Yeah. Yeah. That's a... Yeah. That was a good bachelor party. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> we still, uh... We should do it again sometime. <laughs> it's your turn next, I think. Yeah, I think it is your turn next. You're yeah. gonna marry your hand <laughs> someday. I was gonna go somewhere with that, but you know, I started thinking about my hand too much and just lost track. You got a boner? Yeah. <laughs> He's in love, guys. He's still Leave thinking about me. Oh, that's what that's what I was gonna say. Is if things keep going the way it's gone, then pretty soon I'll be able to move to California and marry my hand like legit. Yeah. No way. Surely that'll be legal, right? In Texas, all you got to do is live with it for three years and call it your wife on accident. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> on accident. <laughs> How do you do that? Then you buy a Tesla and yeah. beat off in the call. <laughs> I guess you can do that in a regular car, huh? Yeah, you don't need a Tesla for that. Traffic? It's a good spot for beating off. There's so a... Heard. I saw... Uh, they, there's some guy driving around town whacking off. You so, saw him? No. <laughs> No, people have seen him, though. They took pictures of him. Police are looking for him. <laughs> Fucking driving Fuck. around whacking it, dude. It's crazy. I wish, lady I, saw him wish I would have known that. I need to play low for a little while. <laughs> Does he drive a Toyota Corolla? <laughs> yeah, he said he was wearing a hat. He had glasses <laughs> and shit. So, I want to give a quick shout-out. Um, I know none of y'all guys are really into this, but uh, Team Liquid, the... League of Legends team that plays here in America is playing at an international tournament right now. 
uh, it's MSI, it's the Mid-Season Invitational. So they got their um, got their games in front of them, but they I'm just pour a shot so we can cheers them when yeah get, for sure when we get there. Um, so anyway, they're uh, they're competing internationally. Um, typically speaking, not to throw out the stereotypes there, but Koreans usually shit stomp most video game international tournaments, and then uh, you know you have you have a few others, China and it's Europe. Not racist, or, it's statistics. Yeah, it's, it really is it's statistics at this point. <laughs> But anyway, they're uh, they're competing internationally. Um, the like play-in so that the um, people who didn't qualify like had a chance to still get in. Um, that finished up, and um, the tournament's actually started now. And on their very first match, it was a best of five, and they went three and zero. So they won pretty decisively in their first match uh, against Fong Fong. Fuck, I can't even say it. Fong Vu Buffalo was the name of the team. Uh, so anyway. Uh, good luck to them because that's cool. It like it goes back to I know again y'all don't really care about the League of Legends scene, but anytime that any American team is competing internationally in anything, it's kind of fucking cool. Like like I don't care about soccer, but if America was about <laughs> to win the World Cup, then I, you're you all know, about it. Yeah, I'm, I might watch. You know what I'm saying? You might get in fist fights at the stadium. Yeah, Can't or like nah, fuck that. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a hard stance and just alienate all the soccer play people. <laughs> Fuck soccer. I, yeah, I'd rather yeah. watch League of Legends than soccer. <laughs> for, sure. for sure. But, uh, I mean, it's like the Olympics. That's the perfect example. Like, nobody gives a flying fuck about curling. But if America's winning a gold medal, then, like, yeah, sure. America. Yeah, fuck it. I'll America. watch. America. Because it's exciting. Like, it's it's cool to see that America's the best at something in the world. I'm that way with sports about Texas. So, uh, yeah. right now, Houston is about to face a game tomorrow night where it's win or go home um, for the NBA playoffs. And then Dallas Stars are still in it for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Hell yeah. And neither one of those sports do I watch during regular season. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure both those are sports teams. Yeah, yeah. And neither one do I watch like during regular season. But when it gets to the playoffs, they're getting deep in it and they're a Texas team. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, do you think, uh, here, first of all, here, cheers to American gaming team. Hell yeah. Team Liquid. Diarrhea. Do you think uh, Major League Gaming is going to become more of a thing two questions it's already huge right yeah but is it going to hit mainstream one and two would you guys watch it i would because i already do but um as far as do i think it's going to go mainstream i think i think that's hard to say i think it could but it's going to take the right game we're raising a culture of Fortnite right now I was about to say, like, Fortnite? I mean, I'm not... A, I, I've Fortnite's not competitive. freaking Fortnite, kid. But. Well, I mean, Fortnite is competitive, but not not in the same way. Like, every match of Fortnite is 100 fucking people, and you can't, like, organize tournaments as easily that way. Like, are you gonna have I a- used to get excited about watching Call of Duty 4 competitively. Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying that it, there isn't a way to make it competitive, but with, like, there's, there's randomized elements in any kind of Battle Royale game. Like, I... I I do, what I guess what I'm saying is Fortnite, I don't think, is going to be the game that makes fucking competitive gaming a thing. I don't either. My point is that we're raising a whole generation of kids. This is their life. This mm-hmm. is their everything. They're, they're choosing Fortnite over playing football, over playing baseball, over yeah. doing electives, over going to school in a lot of cases. And um, a lot of these kids get a gaming controller put in their hand when they're super young because mm-hmm. it's easy as a parent. That's what we do. It's like, here, shut you up, know, play your game. You know what the Achilles heel of... Uh, major league gaming is is that games th- date themselves and they f- they come in and then fade away. It's hard for the same game yeah. to hold relevance for. And I know you're you're gonna say League of Legends or, or something like Game that, of Thrones, right? Like 
but it's only going to go for so long. What if, what, yeah, what if it came down to like a, like a a fight? You know, it's like oh, so and so's had the belt for so long. You've watched them defend it so many times. What if a game lasted for that long? And well, and there's different like different people like different styles of games. So like I just don't see a way that there could be any one game come into the scene that just completely steals everybody away from everything else. Maybe um, standardized games though, like. I don't know. I, I really like. I thought Call of Duty Four could could have had it. I th- it almost had it because yeah. you had teams, you had starting points, you had balanced maps, you had. Uh, you have to. It's gonna have to be simple, dude. I played. <clears throat> I played some of the league games in World War Two. Um. I, so I can say, like as it stands right now, um, Overwatch has done a pretty good job. They're still running a very competitive scene. They did a really good job with the marketing, as far as like they have. Um, teams that are like sports teams now in the sense that like we have a Houston Outlaws team that mm-hmm. play like that and to me that's really cool um, Starcraft has been competitive for Starcraft 2 has been competitive for as long as it's been out and since Starcraft 1 was competitive um, World of Warcraft is still competitive like there's games that make it past 10 years like League of Legends is in its ninth or 10th year right now I feel like Call of Duty um, made it past 10 years but it's not in the realm of the best games out there that everybody's going to buy it's not flying off the shelves like it did four or five years ago yeah no it's not well and and i mean that's that could be said for any of that like you know wow has definitely declined league of legends has definitely declined like as far as player base um but what i was going to say is that some of those games share elements and some of the people who are really good at one of those games can move to another game and be really good at it so like some things that come to mind is there's people who were professional StarCraft two players and then moved over towards like League of Legends or Dota when it came out and were fucking excellent at it because they already had like a lot that of... mentality and that like they they knew how to look at what they're doing wrong and grow from like you know what I mean they they had the right mentality to be able to do what they're doing in a different game. Well, no matter how intricate we get with it, a lot of these games are still controlled over some kind of control, whether it's a, you know, keyboard or a, a remote or, or whatever it is. Right. And so as long as that's the thing, then uh, a lot of games are going to have similar control algorithms that people are going to pick up on. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think when we get into the really talented people, they, they've got those algorithms embedded in their brain somehow, and they just understand it. They're like, oh, it's this, dot, 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 and they move the controller in all different ways and make crazy shit happen because they figured out maybe even all the way to the design side what those control algorithms could be. Yeah. Well, and so what I was going to say about Major League Gaming is I, the question really comes down to, is it going to be big in America? Because, like, it's it's huge in all of the Asian countries, like China, Korea, Japan. Like, it's, it's blown up. Like, it's their, you know that's their football like that that's what they watch on a fucking weeknight like primetime hours yeah um so the question is is it going to blow up in america and it's hard to say like twitch streaming and things like that have made it to where people are a lot more willing to watch other people play and i think that's a step in the direction of making major league gaming popular yep um yeah there's got to be some way to uh like broadcast it or else if i don't know you know what i'm not hearing a lot about here lately that i thought was going to take off in a big way is that drone racing yeah, that's true. Like the uh, flying drones? Yeah. They, I think that could be really cool. And they, they make some pretty intricate <laughs> courses. And what I've seen of it, it's badass. Like, that's a cool thing to watch. Uh, yeah. But so far, it hadn't taken off like I thought it would. Yeah, they had that YouTube video where they were, I guess they were flying around inside of like a stadium. Stadium. Yeah. yeah that was cool. Yeah. That could be really cool. Mm-hmm. I think that is a lot of promise. And I think, you know, Major League Gaming is a lot of promise, but it just kind of depends on. What's going to be crazy is when those two things collide. Yeah. Which they, I guess they kind of do, really, because yeah. the drones VR, a lot of them are flying in you know, first person. Yeah. First person, yeah. Wait till they start shooting each other, though. Fucking laser tag. Dude. 
laser tag drone races. Can you imagine going into like an IMAX theater, like, but like a whole coliseum and the light shutting down and it being like fucking Star Wars drone wars? That would be cool as shit. Oh my god! In Colorado, so we can take mushrooms. Oh hell yeah! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Put a little Pink Floyd backdrop on it. Hell yeah! Sounds like a fucking good time. Man, that'd be crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So how do we make it happen? Because. Now that's something I'm going to be chasing for the rest of my life. Dang. Dude, I, we're on the cusp. We're on the cusp. You know, it's crazy to think about all these things that we're like, we're on the cusp of some crazy shit happening just like this. Like, eventually our grandkids are going to look back and be like, wait a minute. You didn't have fucking flying drone wars? Yeah. We're like, no, we didn't. We didn't have flying drone wars. I think uh, mobile gaming, like, if if everyone could be com- if you could be competitive on a on a phone or on a handheld like mm-hmm. device dude some um, of the new ar that games it, that would proliferate that would there's been a few that have gone that way um hearthstone is competitive and it's a card game that's completely you can play it on mobile dude some of the new ar games where you get like four phones and sit around a table and all oh, put yeah. your phone up and there's like a, a board in the middle and your yeah. characters all fight on that shit is cool yeah that is some cool shit i've messed around with ar a little bit and it's, it's yeah, that's pretty fucking. That's cool. pretty cool. I agree. They are augmented, augmented reality. reality. Oh, oh, yeah. So you're looking at uh, you're looking at it. Pokemon Go is a good yeah, example. Yeah, it's okay. your table, and then there's you know characters on the table. It becomes a, a battlefield, and your characters like oh. fight in the middle of this table. So, uh, Pokemon Go just reminded me. But did you guys see that uh, Ryan Reynolds leaked the whole Detective Pikachu movie on on YouTube? Good like f- on purpose. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. Uh. I like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> he, uh, I, I guess I'm going to have to spoil it for you guys. I'd rather show you, but since nobody else can see it, he posted it and the, the video is like an, you know, an hour and 40 minutes or something like that. And you, it goes through the whole intro and shows like, you know, Warner brothers and the Pokemon company. And then it like starts this story of like a kid walking down the street or something. And it turns into it's Pikachu dancing to a song <laughs> for an hour and like 35 minutes or something. Yeah, ridiculous so like that. He was, it was a troll. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like Ryan Reynolds. He got the whole fucking internet with it though. That's awesome. Like he, he legit posted it as like full detective Pikachu movie. Like no, this is a joke anywhere in it. Just I'm leaking like, it. Yeah. That's, that's good stuff. That's hilarious. Can you imagine if he could troll the whole internet like that? Dude, oh, yeah. He's a total troll. Even in a lot uh-huh. of his movies, he's trolling other movies. Like when mm-hmm. he was when he was Deadpool, he's like, I don't know if I'm gonna have to lick Wolverine's balls to get a deal to have a second fucking episode of this. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back in time and he kills himself before he does Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I like it. Ryan Reynolds is a total troll. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I liked him since way back. And he's married to that yeah. girl. Yeah. What is it? Waiting? Or no, uh, Van Wilder. That Van was Wilder. First. Yeah, it wasn't his first, but yeah, his Van break, Wilder break was out. way up back uh, there. Blake Lively. He's married to Blake Lively. Yeah, he is. She's pregnant. They're about to have a little Deadpool mm-hmm. baby. Yeah, yeah. Is it, <laughs> there was a. He actually did another thing where. Uh, some tabloid was like Blake Lively's pregnant and you'll never guess what it is and Ryan Reynolds was like hopefully it's a fucking kid (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah he's funny what does a Deadpool baby look like it's the little fucking character the little Deadpool character but the little miniature figurine you know what I'm talking about like the little baby Deadpool Uh huh. does Uh a Deadpool baby age no he can also regenerate and he's invincible and he's an asshole yeah. <laughs> As most babies are. I don't know. Is Deadpool an asshole or a cocksucker? <laughs> Ooh. He's definitely a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think uh, if he's, he's a motherfucker, the asshole's implied. Yeah. But is he a cocksucker? I think he is. Yeah, yeah, I guess he would be by definition. Yeah. Nice. As established. Still love Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. He's a funny cocksucker, though. Yeah. That is a funny motherfucking cocksucker. <laughs> God damn it. Going on a whole rant last episode about how I hate superhero movies, and then I'm over here sucking Ryan Reynolds' dick for playing that. He felt cool. Evolution of radio. Chop wants to have Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool babies. Yeah. I think Chop would make a really good uh, Deadpool sidekick. Deadpool. A good and mom. Chop. <laughs> but he'd have to suck at everything. And Chop. Like, Deadpool always has to save him. Although, I will Perfect. say, I'm good the, at that. the Indian taxi driver makes a pretty good <laughs> Deadpool sidekick. Yeah, was he was great. one of my favorite characters on that on that movie, for sure. Dude, there's so many good ones, though. Yeah. Let's take another shot of this uh, fine whiskey we've got here. Again, this is uh, Woodford Reserve, double oat. Um, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished in a second oak barrel. And the first, first three or four went down smooth. Let's see how the next five or six go down. Cheers. Cheers. How is it? That is some quality whiskey. Uh, I got to give it up. So what's what's quality about it though? Like you look like you're just your face, you know? Like it's not. Oh, pleasant. that's a shot face, man. He was born that way. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. No, I don't, it, it's it's smoother. It's sweeter, but not like okay. Tits are bigger. I like my <laughs> I like my whiskey to have a little bit of bite. I feel like if it's too sweet, it tastes like a hangover. If it doesn't have bite, Ooh. it's not whiskey. It's fucking something else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. That, that that's good stuff. Maybe next week we'll try a different whiskey or something, but yeah, this week's Woodford Reserve. Check it out. Good stuff. So, uh, did y'all hear about the Fajita Bandito? No, Bandito? but I want to. Dude, this motherfucker, man, says some dude in Texas. Not going to name drop him. This dude, he worked for like this detention center in South Texas. Like a jail? Yeah, juvenile detention. Oh, okay. I guess these kids get to eat fucking fajitas on the reg. Cause this guy like hustled 1.2 million dollars in fajita meat. Like selling like, it to the kids, the the people at the prison, or, or I, the detention I, center. I guess he'd order more than they actually needed, and he'd go sell it on the side somewhere else. Yeah, man, he was like hustling yeah. it. So he, had a, he had a side hustle. Yeah, oh, dang, yeah. industrious, and the yeah. taxpayers are paying for it. Huh? Taco yeah. truck. I guess that's where it's a problem. And he got away with this shit for like 10 years. Yeah, that's insane. That, yeah. No wonder he got 1.2 million dollars. You know how much fajita meat you can steal in 10 years. Yeah, that's that's a lot of fajitas, bro. <laughs> so he's hustling fajitas. I'm I'm imagining a uh, little bit short in stature, dark hair. Um, no hair. Maybe he lost it because he's like so... he's Asian, isn't he? He's Asian. Um, <laughs> we, we don't have to. Get... After they migrated <laughs> thousands of years ago, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. I think we Guy need to revisit Texas statistics steals... and shit. Guy from <laughs> Texas steals millions of dollars in fajitas. Yeah, he's definitely Asian. Yeah. That skirt steak, right? You make some Dude, beef and broccoli, steak. you know? What's Slinging funny, meat. What's funny is he's probably in jail now, working in the kitchen and still hustling fajitas on the side. I was about to say, dude. He's moving probably... weight, bro. He turned, a, he turned a quarter pound into a pound. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Definitely what's not in the story is the 80 pounds of meth that came in every shipment of fajitas. Seriously. I mean, KFC cuts their meat, right? Like, I, I would imagine this guy takes his fajita meat and he cuts it with something cheaper. I bet he took $1.2 million as an offense. Like, bitch, I made fucking $10 million on that shit. <laughs> yeah, he's got to spend 50 years in prison, too. Yeah, you got to play up the side hustle a little bit. Yeah, 
The Fajita Bandita? What are we going to call this guy? The Fajita Bandita? The it was Fajita Bandit? San Benito, Texas. Not to be confused with San Benito, California. Yeah. <laughs> the Fajita Cheetah. Damn. Yeah, that works. So, so, like, side hustles, though. This dude was flipping fajitas. Is it not the dopest shit in the world, the fucking lady that comes around with tamales? Oh, dude. Everyone should have a tamale lady. Dude. dude. Uh, yeah. I want to put a no soliciting sign on the door of my office. It's like, uh, no soliciting. Except, except for the tamale lady. <laughs> dude. Little Mexican girl slinging tamales out of a parking lot is the dopest shit you'll ever. She's got an igloo cooler with duct tape on it. Uh It's just stacked full of tamales. Uh Hell yeah! And they're like a fucking quarter for like a dozen of them. Uh That's definitely a Texan's creed. Yeah, Mm. (laughs) and that is the fucking dankest shit you'll ever eat in your life. It's so good. I bet California might have it too. Maybe. Maybe. But I don't think there's too many states out there that got a um, tamale lady running around. (laughs) Nomadic tamale lady. Yeah. They don't have a fajita slinger. Oh, yeah, fajita bandita. <laughs> you got to come to Texas for those fajitas, man. I feel weird calling him a bandita, though, because he's probably not a biker. He's a... Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, he I'm, totally is, man. He threw him in his saddlebags, whatever you call them, and fucking hit the road. He's total biker dude? Total biker dude. All right. Respect. I'm imagining... I guess he probably... I mean, if I was going to steal fajitas, fajitas and man, hustle, I would like do like... Uh, uh, you know, like you go to the VFW and you're like, hey, guys, it's $5 a plate, you know? <laughs> In your backyard, you're like, yeah, ten dollars to watch the fights, fifteen dollars to drink beer. No, I, I'm just like it's a neighborhood you party. As a whole you, like you do some kind of event. You, I stole all the like skirt a- steak from all these juvenile kids, and I'm gonna give it to other people out of generosity. Well, where else are you gonna <laughs> hustle fajitas? Like, you can't hustle fajitas in the Walmart parking lot. Construction sites, I guess. Unless you're you're just, dude, I know. You or got you a taco know, truck on the side. Or you man. know a lot of people who want to cook fajitas. No, all the time. what you do is you meet the dudes that are running around in the taco trucks and you be like, hey, homie, I got your meat. Uh, Yo, man, yeah. I got some good meat, dog. That's how you I step see. up your side hustle. You turn it into a not legitimate business. <laughs> illegitimate. I like, I like his entrepreneurial like nature. Bastard? I, th- I think uh, <laughs> we should encourage this. Maybe not the stealing from taxpayers, but. Uh, or children. <laughs> <laughs> Especially children that may or may not already have some bad influences in their life. <laughs> if they're in a detention center. Man. Why are they eating fajitas, though? They're not. The motherfucker stole all of them. <laughs> they're like, God damn, peanut butter and jelly again? Yeah. Can what? I get some fucking fajitas it's in here? Friday What's this fajita one day. slice of fajita meat on my peanut butter and jelly? This is some bullshit. This is chicken. What the fuck? <laughs> this isn't fucking fajitas. Oh, no. He left all the fucking... Chicken, he took all the beef. Damn, Aww. what a dick. What a fucking asshole. Right, now I'm starting to hate this guy. That's probably the detail they leave out, you know? He's the type of They're asshole like, that eats the skin off That's the why he got feet. 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> the judge is like, you stole just the beef? You're a fucking <laughs> yeah, cocksucker. You're fucking <laughs> definition cocksucker. <laughs> Boom. 50 from years. The kids, he's like, yeah, but the kids are pieces of shit, man. <laughs> fucking Neanderthal. <laughs> yeah. Damn. God. Ugh. That's the that goes back to that shit. That's the people who eat the fucking crust off the stuffed crust pizza, or yeah, the, the, the skin off the fried chicken. Yeah, the KFC, dude. I had KFC for lunch today. Those five dollar fill up shits, those good shits. Yeah. Every time they bring a cake into work, I try to cut a piece of cake like the most savage way possible. Like if it's a square cake, you Just cut a, a like triangle. a triangle out of the center. <laughs> <laughs> Just to fuck up the rhythm. Ah. <laughs> uh. Or you I, cut it like pizza, like yeah. make triangle slices all the way across. I think we covered this last week. I think you know what? You're a real cocksucker. <laughs> well, you know that's good shit though. 
Yeah. And a mother- you're a motherfucking asshole, cocksucker. <laughs> you eat all the skin off the sometimes. chicken. It's, that's a nurture, not nature thing. <laughs> Dude, I think, I think, yeah. He eating all the skin of off the chicken and then just bouncing. Like nobody even knows where you went. They just know that there's a bucket of fucking depression in front of them. Bones. Just bu- Dude, you put the bones back in the chicken. Dude, you don't oh. even eat, you don't eat, they leave all the fucking big thick pieces of chicken just the skins <laughs> nothing but all the skins out of a whole bucket there's like 10 people like gonna die of sadness yeah that's the ultimate <laughs> are you serious there's people who only eat the skin I, I mean I'm sure they exist if I could get away with it it's just highly frowned upon yeah. I mean, you gotta be a that's real like, that's like scraping the icing off the top of the cake mm-hmm. Dude, with, like, your, with your arm, taking your finger and just like taking all the toppings off the pizza and eating that instead of like taking the crust. Oh, dude, just like a big handful of cheese and pepperonis. Uh-huh. And Those uh-huh. are the people that like see that you got something cool and they run up real fast and lick it and they're like, "It's mine now." Uh huh. <laughs> that is the definition of a cocksucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd only eat the good part of the prime rib. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then leave the rest. Yeah, those fuckers. Yeah, that guy should have been slinging steaks. I guess they don't serve steaks oh. at the detention center. Prime rib night at the detention center. <laughs> and they take the bacon <laughs> off the, the dude, steak medallion. Dude, what if he sold it to all the juvenile kids? That's what I was thought initially. <laughs> like, like you steal the fajitas and then you like on the side you're selling fajitas. Yeah, well, it's got to be a bottom bitch somewhere. To right? the dudes who are fucking just aching for fajitas because mm-hmm. they've been locked up. I for got two a half years. pound in my pocket, bro. Dude, you know they would pay premium, top dollar. He's for got meals. all their commissary. He's going home with all the snacks. <laughs> you got that seasoning, dog? <laughs> the fucking little Shit. Debbie's homie. Some Swiss cake rolls. Dude. Fuck yeah. Making fajita spreads? <laughs> fajita Swiss cake rolls. <laughs> fajita spreads. Dude, fajita spreads be off the chain. If there was some dude hustling fajita meat in jail, like for sure, he's going to make he's gonna make some money or at least some cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, season it with this ramen noodle seasoning. Bro, that would be a game changer. How many cartons of cigarettes is $1.2 million? <laughs> Dude, that'll get, you like, that would that'll get you like 10 years. I wouldn't be surprised if I've spent like $1.2 million on cigarettes in my lifetime. That would suck if he stole all those fajitas and all he has to show for it is like a basement full of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you could sell the fuck out of cigarettes. Yeah, that's no shit. Yeah, he turns around and sells his cigarettes to the kids in the juveniles. (laughs) Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Sells it back to them? Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever been to a gas station and they sell cigarettes individually for like a quarter? There's a a term for that. I've been to a restroom where, yeah. They sell cigarettes? Yeah, you can buy a solo. Yeah, that's a classy place. Dude, there's a name for that and I can't remember what it is. That's pretty cool. It's a Lucy. Lucy? Yeah. Yeah, It's a Lucy. That is that is pretty cool. I actually think that's legit. <laughs> kind of. Uh, no, because they way overcharge. It's usually not even a quarter these days. It's like a fucking dollar cigarette. Mm-hmm. And it's usually in the bathroom of somewhere where you got a pocket full of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. Can you just do that? Like, can you just go show up at, like, the academy bathroom and hustle cigarettes in there? No. I don't think it applies at the academy bathroom, but there are bathrooms that you can find and hustle cigarettes out of for mm-hmm. sure. High schools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Middle schools. Damn. <laughs> Elementary school. Uh, Pretty much any school, really. <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> Thinking more like strip clubs, but whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah. classy places. Yeah. Bars. Sports bars. Yeah. Sports bars. You know what they say. Rule number one, don't be a pussy. But I think it's time for rule number two. Yeah. 